0: And welcome to another episode of 20 Questions with JCN. Today I'm joined by Shannon Stokes, who is a naturopath and also happens to be one of my nearest and dearest friends. Shannon may be someone that you know from Instagram or someone that you may know because of your association with her through her amazing skills as a naturopath. She has her own business called Shannon Stokes Naturopath or Mums and Bubs Nutrition and she is pretty bloody amazing at what she does to say the least. She's my go-to naturopath and has been forever. She is a wicked herbalist which we talk about and she is essentially an all-round amazing person. She will have you in stitches today I'm sure like she did me and there may be a few f-bombs along the way so if you have little ears around you might want to pop in your headphones. Anyway, join on in and I hope you enjoy this conversation with Shan. Hi Shan, thank you, thank you a million times, thank you for coming on to the podcast today and just letting me see your face It's made my day already. I don't care what today throws at me, today has been made awesome by your face. My beautiful face. <laughs> and everything that <laughs> is you. <laughs> I was so looking forward to this all morning. So this the
1: thing is it's so easy to do and we just haven't done it in months. Nah, really. we, have,
0: we have tried and we have failed. <laughs>
1: Multiple
0: times. So but, many times. <laughs> <laughs> but this is sometimes what it takes, I think, when you have busy lives, practitioners, juggling clients. Um, we're notorious, aren't we, for probably not prioritising things that we need and um, we scheduled this in as a work thing and here we are so I'm really stoked to have you as the third guest on the 20 questions with JCN and third third, man I know right why wasn't I first (laughs) (laughs) and what we're gonna do is head through these questions together and um, yeah I'm really curious to hear what you've got to give so we're going to jump in with talking about our first area which is about influences and different passions and goals so first question is what did you want to be when you grew up when you're a little tacker what did you think you wanted to be I
1: wanted to be a pediatrician and I had absolutely no idea what that was but I would tell everybody I was
0: going to be a pediatrician. <laughs>
1: I remember writing it down in my in grade four or something and mum's like, What's a pediatrician? I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, that's what I wanted to be when I was growing up. And then pretty much wanted to be a naturopath since I was about seventeen.
0: Yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) I only knew the naturopath part, but not the pediatrician part. Yeah, no,
1: me either. It's a bit bit random.
0: (laughs) I like the sound of it. When did you weirdly so it's kind of, true. kind of
1: true manifested in a different way
0: did you find out at a point what a pediatrician was and then go nah I don't want to do that or did you just kind of never really figure out what it was and then decided that you wanted to be a naturopath at another point pretty
1: sure I wasn't as smart at school to get into, oh, stop it. Get into that so I <laughs> went for the uh, alternative route <laughs> Okay,
0: so question number two is what are you passionate about? I know it's a really big question, but what what comes to mind as far as those sort of driving passions? Oh,
1: fuck. Everything. Everything to do with health, um, hormones. Are we talking passionate about
0: work-wise or? Anything. Both. Give me, yeah, I'm interested to hear work-wise, but um, outside of work, are the things that you're passionate about.
1: I actually really like in general I know that's a really weird thing to say but I could sit and watch and observe people for Mm. hours my ideal day would be a cup of coffee in the sun literally just no one can tell I'm there (laughs) watching people and just watching how people kind of interact with each other I just love listening to people I just love people I know that's really weird but
0: (laughs) it's so you like I've got a Chime in here One thing That is so you Shan Is that we will be In the old days When you could do it When we'd go to a cafe Or out to a restaurant Or anywhere Shan always knows What's going on around us I'm like the opposite I'm so not observant And Shan will be like Hey that couple over there are uh, having a really heated discussion about this and, and you will, like, completely know what is going on and have analysed the whole situation. And I'm like, what, what, who? I'm so
1: unaware. I remember saying, yeah, I, I remember many cafe visits and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that poor couple, like, he just walked out. And you're like, who are you talking about? You're so <laughs> interested in the, the present. And I'm like, oh, analysing everybody. That's yes. so true
0: so number three who is someone that has been a defining impact on your life and I know again that's it that's a biggie because it depends when in your life and there's all different phases we go through but is there someone that comes to mind
1: oh good question well without sort of um sucking up your bum but you (laughs) just Absolutely, you. When we studied, I still remember I had no idea how to cook, had no interest in baking. And I remember we used to do our big runs around Kangaroo Point and we were studying, and you used to come up and say, We're going to have rice cakes with cottage cheese. peanut butter and alfalfa and i was like this chick is a random unit (laughs) but you would just make everything work you would rock up to barbecues with salads that were phenomenal and i would try and reinvent that and i think you just had actually ignited my passion for actual cooking i loved nutrition Mm. but actual food so you you go right
0: okay you may have just jerked some tears
1: (laughs) but true i still remember the way you used to like dress the food with the olive
0: God, I love that. And I just... You
1: can pay me later for that
0: one. Yeah, I'll pay you later. God, I remember the old rice cakes and cottage cheese. <laughs> when there was any left, when Guy wouldn't eat the whole tub on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, this is disgusting. Why are you making me eat rice cakes with peanut butter, cottage cheese and alfalfa? And I kid you not, on some of my meal plans, that will actually be a thing. And I will write a little disclaimer. Say... <laughs> Trust me, this is amazing. How weird. The dairy
0: days. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right, warm fuzzies. So next question is, what is something that you're really good at that most people wouldn't know about you? Oh,
1: good at? Oh, fuck. That's (laughs) a good one to throw at me. (laughs) Super super awkward, but I do feel I get people, and I do feel like when people are around me, they feel really listened to and heard, and mm-hmm. I think people kind of gravitate towards me if they've got problems or whatnot. Or so maybe just yeah, again, people. Mm-hmm. Can I be good at people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you can be. You that's can big, be good at whatever yeah, you think.
1: Being, pr- be, I suppose, yeah, being there for people. I think that's a big yeah thing I'm good
0: at. For sure.
1: Sweet FA. <laughs> Herbs, Herb.
0: I'm good at herbs. You're definitely good at herbs. This is, you're a voodoo. Uh, yeah, I, I think I've said it before. If you if you lived in the century of witches, you would have been burnt at the stake because there is some serious voodoo that you have when it comes to herbs. Yes, I'm
1: absolutely very um, witchcraft. I think,
0: cauldron. I think, I think, I mean, there's so many talents that I see in you, um, but yeah I I just think that that ability to and maybe this comes back to what you're saying with people just um, being able to listen to people and really understand people there's like this sixth sense essentially that you tap into which I think gives you this ability to put those herbs together I mean it goes beyond the herbs but that's what I think about is like how you can just innately like there's what is what someone tells you about how they're feeling. And there's obviously reading in between the lines, but then there's like this extra layer that I feel like that you get that you just know. And it's, I think why I can often say to you, I need some herbs. <laughs> you just might ask me a few questions, but I just, other than that, I just know that, you know, and it's, what it's, you a, need? it's just a very special talent. And I think it's one of those what things that for you? <laughs> just, just yeah. put it IV of licorice in it. <laughs> So number five is actually what is something that you have never been able to do well.
1: <laughs> okay, all the things. Um, oh God, what haven't I been able to do well? <sighs> never been able to curl my hair. Is that a ridiculous
0: thing to say? <laughs> no. Can I, I I'm with you with that one?
1: Like Bambi with my arms. I have no I'm very uncoordinated. Um, <laughs> do not put me in any kind of dancing or anything like that. <laughs> I don't know, like just, what the hard one? What's a thing? In general all-rounder, not very good at things
0: kind of person. <laughs> I don't know about that. Curling hair, right? Like, what is with that? I know... Um, you're,
1: like, some, away from your face and you put it in the mirror and it just goes towards your face and you're like, oh, my God.
0: Just, I don't understand just, it. I don't get it. And I don't get people that make it look easy. It just really annoys me because yeah, I just, yeah. I don't get it either. <laughs> all right so we're going to move to our food questions so number six is how has food shaped your life if it has at all but um what what role do you think that it has played
1: absolutely everything in every single way food and I guess since you know college back in the day (laughs) um you know I always knew that food was so important I just never understood how and why and I think Food is absolutely everything. It's such a social event. It's such, you know, it nourishes you. I use it as medicine. It's just, it's everything to me and what I can give my kids as well. Like Mm. I know how much effort I put into my kids' food. I'm fucked with folding and washing (laughs) uh, and cleaning the house. But my God, the kids that eat well, it's just so important to me. And it's just such a big passion and everything kind of revolves around what I'm going to eat, when I'm going to eat,
0: how I'm going to eat
1: it, you <laughs> know, Just, yeah, and what I can do for my clients and just having people over. It's just so, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Nourishing my loved ones.
0: Yeah. That seems to be a really common theme that's coming through from a lot of people in different ways. It's really interesting with who I've spoken to, whether they've been in the, I guess, inverted commas, health space or not. Like, there's this real love love of food but also this um association with sharing with people that you love and how it kind of links us together which is obviously what I am um big on as well but yeah it's it's cool that you can't you obviously have that extra layer of giving that to and sharing that with your kids like I mean I just any
1: yeah my food's not like yours yours is phenomenally paired and flavoured and just incredible like in every, it's an art your food is an art mine is a means of getting what I need <laughs> like you come over for a salad at my place and it's absolutely nothing on yours your shits over everything but I know that every meal I make is made with love and yeah. thought that we need you know the macros we need the, mm-hmm. the all the bright coloured vegetables and things like that it's more of a medicine style mm-hmm. um, And just knowing I'm giving that to
0: My loved ones mean so much. Yeah, hundred percent. So number seven. This is just a few little rapid fire questions, actually, in succession. So Saturday afternoon, four pm. Cup of herbal tea, a hot drink, or a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Glass of wine. Sorry. No, sorry's needed. What?
1: wine because i'm not having any shit Mm, out of it like it's gotta be one beautiful crisp
0: glass of wine what's this isn't i'm just deviating here but yeah what would you go for like when you say that are you thinking like a crisp i think white when you're saying that that. yeah Yeah.
1: or pinot gris yeah i really know the difference i should learn that but um yeah yeah
0: pinot gris no Number eight, what's your execution meal? So by this I mean you're about to be head chopped off in the gallows and you have a chance to have your final meal beforehand. What would it be? Pokeball. Really?
1: Raw salmon wakami, which I literally just ate. Um, Some kind of like turmeric, quinoa, all of the greens.
0: (gasps) Yeah. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Or eggs on. (laughs) (laughs) man like it (laughs) So, so judging you right now no i love it i just love the difference um number nine wagyu truffle or lobster if you had to choose one of those three options we don't have to actually um i've had some people that have just been like meh not really that fuss but usually one of those Tickle someone's fancy in the, you know, exquisite, expensive type options. Oops. Is it
1: definitely not webu because I'm not going to get into that debate. But 100 <laughs> would be lobster and some kind of yeah freshness around the lobster. Mm. Yeah, uh, with my wine, I think.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. you can follow your pokey bowl up with some lobster I and. Absolutely put that in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. true. <laughs> Number ten, sweet, savoury, bitter or umani. What's your flavour?
1: That not that that word of Master Chef this season. umami. Um no, I would be savory. Yeah, nine times out of ten savoury and then premenstrually sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's yours? I don't know yours.
0: Wow, I think I'm umani if I had to choose. Yeah, yeah. I love that salty meatiness. I like that flavour. I just, I think of anchovies when I think of that, like salty, oh. meaty. Mm. Yeah, okay. Can I add that as my second
1: choice, please? You can. <laughs> Favourite
0: then umani. Number 11. If until this point you had no dietary restrictions and then you were told you were intolerant to either gluten dairy or eggs which would you choose so there's one of them that you're having to remove out of your diet up until now you've been able to eat any of them is there one that you'd feel like you're able to go i'm comfortable if we could put it in that category to say goodbye yeah gluten no no. No one needs i
1: don't need that yeah i need i need my eggs i'm quite happy to have it on gluten-free toast yeah and if you take away egg, you can't have gluten-free toast of many descriptions. Mm-hmm. Don't freaking take my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can have my dairy too, actually. I don't care. I just want my eggs please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number 12, what's something that your parents cooked when you were a child that you didn't like and you still don't like to this day? Or even conversely, if there's something that you like now you didn't like as a kid.
1: Honestly, the only thing in the entire world I don't like, apart from that turkey stuffed with the chicken stuffed, stuffed with something, whatever that oh, is. Oh, the turdurkin.
0: Have you um, eaten that? Have you had that? No, I haven't
1: had oh. it. Um, the only thing I don't like in this whole entire world, oh, it's super great corn. Just, <laughs> it's like little teeth it's just, no, no, corn. <laughs> What? Devil
0: corn. <laughs> no. Corn. I, I, okay. I need to clarify this with you. Cause I have an issue with corn too. <laughs> She's <Shannon's> like <laughs> gagging. I can't believe we didn't know this, but my issue with corn is that I, I hate it with things. Like I can eat. The only time I enjoy corn is like, if it's like done on the barbecue, like maybe, you know, when you're in Thailand and they like grill it with heaps of chili on it. Like, I don't mind that, but it's a running joke, not so much here because we don't have it, but when we're in Queensland, Damien would like pay me out because I would occasionally buy corn on the cob and then it just goes off in the fridge because I never cook it. (laughs) He's like, oh, look, some more rotten corn. But I can't stand it in things. Like I don't understand... oh my god it's just like it's like it's like pineapple like when you add pineapple to me on pizza or certain flavors that the sweetness is just way out of balance and it's like putting corn in a salad or or you go out for breakfast and you get like say avocado smash and they put corn in it i'm like are you freaking serious like what is with the corn no no
1: corn (laughs) (laughs) unless it's
0: polenta that's about it yeah polenta i love and
1: the way it your mouth, that's a sensory issue there, but just like eating teeth, it's
0: I can't believe we didn't know this about each other. It's yeah. awesome.
1: maybe corn in particular, as well.
0: <laughs> but you definitely you wouldn't even eat like corn on the cob or anything like that. You'd yeah. be like, nah, no way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, number 13. What food combination do you want to ban? Is there anything that people combine together or have that you're like, that is wrong? I'm kind of feeling like corn might play a role in this. (laughs)
1: No, do you know what really creeps me out? Is why would you have a burger with chicken, bacon, and cheese? Like, I know that sounds really weird, but to me, that is just so (laughs) odd. I see, you know, like the KFC burgers on the ads, and the chicken, and then. And then bacon and then <laughs> cheese. I, <don't> know. <laughs> I know that's really weird, but it's they just don't belong. I just don't feel like they belong together.
0: Like the um the the d- two different meats together.
1: No, or is no, it? I'm happy with different meats together. Like that's fine. Like a good. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just <laughs> just like a yeah, like a parmesan. Just
0: no, oh, no. Like and that I, that's that cheese on there as well. All I of it feel together.
1: Like it might be the three, but something mm. about it just doesn't.
0: Like if you had um, if you had a fillet of, say you had a chicken thigh and you wrapped it in a bit of prosciutto and baked it in the oven, you'd be okay with that. But I feel like it, that's okay. That's, <laughs> but if you put cheese on that mofo, it's just all over. And yeah, maybe put, it's the cheese.
1: Let's do that. Let's go with the cheese. Just,
0: yeah, I just see those burgers, and I'm like, Why? yeah, Why? yeah, man. You if you know? imagine it's a pineapple ring on that, would just do my head in. <laughs> <laughs> so number 14 last in our food questions what food combination do you want to enforce which is quite a strong word but if there's something that you could get people into <laughs> cottage cheese and alfalfa sprouts cheese
1: and alfalfa? no um oh my goodness that's a really tough one Jess. maybe just sauerkraut on everything just like a little pinch of sauerkraut on mm. all meals <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah
0: i don't know yeah I get that though. That's again, that kind of plays back into that, uh, that palette of savory or umami again, like that, like kind of hit of that really, that acid and that sort of extra yeah. flavor that brings it all together. Like your poke bowls. Cause you like that ferment on it. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Add a little bit of kimchi, a bit of sauerkraut to my meals and I'm a happy. Yeah. I'm a naturopath. Oh my God. Listen to me. <laughs> Chicken and bacon Add <laughs> sauerkraut. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe that's
0: going to be my answer Because I can't think of anything else <laughs> Fair, bloody enough Hey, I made sauerkraut for the first time It's in the fridge But I, um, I've i had a little bit of it But for some reason I'm scared that I'm going to poison myself So I like have like a heap teaspoon And then I wait a few days And I'm like, nope, it's all okay And then I have it again So I'm slowly increasing it and it's just this yeah. weirdness when it's something you make And you're just like, is it okay? Did I cultivate good bacteria or really shit bacteria?
1: Absolutely, I totally get I would be the same, I would have it and it would just sit there And I'd be like, I'm just going to go and buy a gutsy please <laughs> <laughs> Or a keyho? is it called Keho?
0: Yeah, keeho's I, I and just, just and can't me, buy that,
1: I know that I'm not going to And Amy and I will just sit there and just eat it out of the mm. jar But I do think we overkill How much ferment we're having at the moment
0: Oh yeah, right I know it's ridiculous. Like besides, just you know, add a heap, heap little teaspoon on. Like, yeah, it's it's a little bit out of control. <laughs> That's a <lot> of topic. <laughs> All right, we're going to move to lifestyle. So, number fifteen, how important is fitness to you?
1: Oh, good question. Mm. Um, it is absolutely everything to me at the moment. It's really mm. since having the kids and having a fair bit of postnatal anxiety and anxiety in general. Um, it's pretty much pulled me out from some pretty deep slumps, so mm. I would have to say extremely important. Yeah, a plus on the end of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see that for you. I think it's become something that's so, yeah, yeah. a big positive part of your life.
1: Possible, you know, to actually become and enjoy fitness and enjoy getting up and mm. enjoy it because I'm mm-hmm. such a gumby. But, um, <laughs> so it's become really huge in my routine and my mental health.
0: Yeah. You're a really good example of that, actually. Like, obviously, and you see it in clinic too. Um, obviously, everyone's got their own challenges, but I think you, as a mom, working mom, two kids, the fact that you have just make that time and prioritize that time because you know that you need it for you. You know, you need it for your mental health, and yeah. you know, you get up bloody early and you just make it happen. And yeah, time you can do. It. And I think
1: a lot of people think you're fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> like getting up. With I don't I, I don't have that structure I don't have that routine it mm. just doesn't happen so I yeah. had to make time and I'm useless by eight o'clock like I yeah. said I just, I'm dead at yeah. the end of the night but it's so so important to me yeah I love it I love that sunrise now it's mm-hmm. you
0: know part of my day exactly yeah if you follow Shannon on Insta you'll often see her sunrise pictures of her walks on the bay I'll just always see it like, oh, the old days of the bay. I know, I know. You used to ask
1: me to go for a walk all the time and I used to find all the excuses. Oh, the kids
0: were up all night, I'm too tired. And now it's literally part of my, yeah. 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 All right, number 16, long weekend at Gwingana Lifestyle Resort or with girls. Oh,
1: thank you. Did you get that on Monday?
0: <laughs> yeah. Surprise. or with girlfriends at the beach which would you choose
1: oh depends on my mood Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i'd have to say girlfriends because nothing makes me feel better than laughing with you guys just the shit we talk about just yeah you guys hundred percent it's too you know few and far between it's been like three years since we've had our last getaway yeah but also
0: sometimes I like quiet time. Yeah, so I'm gonna lock in both. <laughs> I'll take both. I'm with you there. <laughs> Number seventeen. Would you rather get up early or stay up late? Well, do I need to
1: end not early really. every day of the week? Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's so you. Eighteen. Would you rather not brush your teeth for a week or not shower for a week?
1: Oh fucking hell! <laughs> um, not brush. Oh. <laughs> Like a flannel, (laughs) (laughs) no,
0: yep, you can
1: Um, option C, flannel, but brush my
0: teeth. Yeah, yep, so you'll not shower, but um, I think I'm
1: gonna go brush my teeth Mm. because I feel like my body's slightly self cleansing as a girl, my body will naturally kind of get rid of its.
0: So, you're gonna brush, yep, so you're gonna brush your teeth and sacrifice the shower for the week. I don't
1: know, yeah, great.
0: <laughs> 19. What is most possibly the most annoying thing ever?
1: Oh, I've got plenty of annoying <laughs> um, things. <laughs> possibly the most annoying. When someone gets out of the shower when you've just mopped and they just walk to the <laughs> like, fucking house with wet feet. Like, really? Did you actually just do that? I'm going to go
0: with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> Really? Yeah, that that's pretty feral, isn't it? Just, Who yeah, chews gum anymore? Different. Do you see people chew gum much these days? I feel like it was a real 80s thing, 80s, 90s. But... It's a couple, it's a couple
1: <laughs> I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> yeah, just like, just
0: don't. Just... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and number 20... If you could write a new law that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? <laughs> don't Can I use a C bomb. Yes.
1: Don't be a C bomb. <laughs> the rule of the world. Just be kind. Don't be a C bomb. <laughs> Is that good enough?
0: I love it. It's so you. Everything about it. <laughs> Oh my god! Thank you so much. I'm literally I am got tears and I've got the the cheek cramps happening. Um, bloody hell, Shannon! Thank you so much.
1: I <laughs> the random ones that we done.
0: I know. <laughs> Thanks heaps. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Shannon. I know I certainly did. I so had ramps in my cheeks and tears in my eyes from laughing so much and had to be careful not to blow out the microphone with too much laughing if you'd like to know more about shan you can find her on instagram at shannon underscore stokes underscore naturopath underscore i hope again that you are enjoying 20 questions and have an absolutely fabulous weekend ahead bye